get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. morning and welcome to the daybreak news on ghana talks radio coming up two police officers interdicted for failing to rescue colleague also in other stories dozens killed in barbaric Burkina Faso attack ndc demands brian echampo's arrest this business sports and showbiz will be coming in this morning's bulletin the news will be read by awin timmy akansukum now let's settle for the details two police officers have been interdicted for failing to rescue a colleague who was attacked by some tags at the wono akutososu snap checkpoint in the kumewu district of the ashanti region on april 7 2023 a police statement revealed that the two police officers with numbers 58741 g-stroke constable isaac Boite and number 61963 G Constable Evans Owusu who were on duty with the attack officer have been interdicted for their seeming failure to rescue their colleague, subdue the attackers and get them arrested and have therefore been referred to the Police Professional Standards Bureau PPSB for an investigation into their professional conduct meanwhile six persons have been arrested for attacking the police officer according to the police the suspect edward boating evans ado yaokusi michael Ousu, yao boating and emmanuel Mensah, together with one other suspect who is currently on the run pulled up in a taxi cab at the checkpoint the taxi which was overloaded with seven male adults caught the attention of one of the three police officers who were on duty at the checkpoint. He therefore stopped them and requested to search the car. However, the suspect, in an attempt to prevent the police officer from checking the car, pounced on him and violently attacked him. A police reinforcement team which was responding to the incident succeeded in arresting six of the suspects and efforts are underway to get the last suspect arrested. The attacked police sustained a knee injury together with one of the suspects who also sustained some injuries was sent to the hospital for medical attention. Now, some 44 people have been killed after two deadly attacks in northern Burkina Faso, officials have said. The twin attacks happened in the village of Kurakuo and Tondobi in the Sahel region near the Niger border. No group has admitted to carrying out the attacks, but jihadist violence in, is common in the area and officials have blamed armed terrorist groups. Militant groups linked to Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State IS are known to operate in the region. 
the lieutenant governor of the Sahel region, Rudolf Sogo, said the assailants behind the despicable and barbaric attack had been put out of action. Other villagers were reportedly injured in the attacks, but it is unclear how many. Mr. Sogo said action to stabilize the area are underway. One resident told the AFP news agency that a large number of terrorists burst into the village and that he heard gunfire all night long. It was the next morning that we saw that there were several dozens dead, he said. AFP has also reported that the killings were in retaliation for the lynching of two jihadists who had tried to steal cattle a few days earlier. Thursday night's killing happened close to the village of Setenga, where dozens of people were killed last June. Burkina Faso and its neighbors have faced protracted jihadist insurgencies since 2013. Thousands of people have been killed during the crisis and more than 2 million have been displaced. The violence has led to significant political turbulence in the country. The military led by Lieutenant Colonel Paul Henry Damiba seized power in the country in January last year, promising an end to the violence. But he failed to stamp out the attacks and he was removed in a second coup by Captain Ibrahim Torre the following September. Captain Torre has promised to win back territory from the jihadists and to hold democratic elections in July 2024. His new military chief Colonel Celestine Simpari vowed earlier in the week to step up a dynamic offensive to counter the jihadists. But Captain Torre has also requested that French troops lead the country and there has been widespread speculations that he might start working with Russian mercenaries. Now moving to other stories, the National Democratic Congress NDC says the Minister of Agriculture Brian Echampong's comment that a new patriotic party NPP will not hand over part to the NDC was treasonable. The NDC in a press statement signed and issued by its General Secretary Fifi Korte Sunday night demanded the immediate arrest of Brian Echampong. Addressing NPP supporters at Mpraeso in the Eastern Region after a health walk as part of activities marking this year's Kwewu Easter on Saturday morning, Mr. Echampong, who is also the NPP Member of Parliament for Abetifi, said it will never happen that NPP would hand over power to the NDC. The Minister of Food and Agriculture said the NPP would do anything within its means to retain power in the 2024 general elections. He added that the NPP would do what it takes to retain power and that we have the men. He said the NPP has what it takes to quell any form of ill conduct that the NDC may be planning to use to win the 2024 elections. However, responding to Mr. Champon's comment Saturday, the NDC communications officer Samijemfi said sovereignty resides in the people, not in a man who only served as a mayor 
Airman Basic, the lowest and least rank in the United States Air Force, immediately below Airman for about two years. For him, the former Deputy National Security Minister has no locus to threaten any NDC member and the NDC will go into the 2024 elections well pre prepared. He expressed the hope that majority of the Ghanaian electorate will surely vote for change come 2024 and nobody can subvert their will. Responding on Sunday in the press statement issued by Mr. Fifi Korte, the NDC condemned the comment and said it was utterly reckless and treasonable comment in no uncertain terms. Now in business, the government has introduced more than 10 new and amended taxes since assuming office in 2017. Notable among them is the electronic transfer levy e-levy introduced in 2022 that generated huge controversy. The Electronic Transfer Levy Act 2022 Act 1075 imposes a levy of 1% on all electronic transfers. Majority of these taxes were introduced post-COVID-19 pandemic to show up the revenue base of the country. However, they have increased the cost of living and cost of operations of businesses. Some businesses told the media that they are spending more than 50% of their revenue on taxes. Some old taxes have also been amended to what government describes broadening the tax net and boosting tax revenue. However, the Raise the Penalty and Interest Waiver Act 2021 Act 1065 that grants a waiver of penalties and interest on accumulated tax arrears after December 2020 for persons who make arrangements. During the week, Parliament passed three new laws and amended two existing laws, awaiting President Kofuado's accent for its implementation. Some economists and market watchers have described the new taxes as unnecessary since it will overburden and worsen operations of businesses. The Joint Business Cumulative Forum, including the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industries, the Food and Beverages Association, and the Association of Ghana Industries, has also petitioned President Ekufuado on the passage of the three revenue tax amended bills. According to the business groups, the implementation of these taxes will spell doom for the Ghanaian business community, hence the need to review the taxes. Now in sports, Ghana's national arm wrestling team, the Golden Arms, have been ranked 29 globally and are considered better than sporting powerhouse such as Great Britain, Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, Argentina and Canada, according to a report by the World Sports Ranking. The team has won a record 137 medals since 2017 and swept 45 medals at the 11th edition of the Africa Arm Wrestling Competition in Nigeria. However, Egypt remains the perennial winner at the African continent and ranked 13th globally and the only African country ahead of Ghana. Other African nations ranked among the top 50 globally include Nigeria 33rd and Cameroon 39th. In Ghana, arm wrestling was ranked second among other 50 sports disciplines in the country. 
the Ghana Arm Wrestling Federation is leading the drive to improve the popularity of the sport among young people. The Federation's President Charles Osei Asibe has secured sponsorship for various products of the Federation including the HD Plus Kit Arm Wrestling Competition for Junior and Senior High Schools, the National Competition, events for tertiary institutions, communities, training of trainers and the host of the Africa Championship. The president of the federation revealed that his outfit has targeted reaching out to 15,000 junior and senior high school students at the second season of the HD Plus Kids Arm Wrestling Challenge, gathers momentum. In 2023, Ghana Arm Wrestling has five championships for the Kids Arm Wrestling. The president's battle, the tertiary challenge, the showdown, national, Africa and world championship on the annual calendar now in showbiz in line with its commitment to promote domestic tourism in ghana the ghana tourism authority gta has relaunched the experience ghana share ghana to promote domestic tourism campaigns in kwawu in the eastern region the campaign is under the ghana tourism development project gtdp being undertaken under the auspices of the ministry of tourism art and culture the campaign, which is intended to stimulate domestic and regional tourism, was tied to the 2023 Kwewu Paragliding Festival to give patrons a four-day exciting, fun-flying experience on the mountain at Atibie Kwewu. Speaking at a brief opening ceremony of the 15th National Paragliding Festival, CEO of GTA Kwesi Ajiman said the initiative was launched a few years back to accelerate the pace of tourism through a renewed focus on both domestic and visitations from the West Africa region. Mr. Ajiman added that there will be another paragliding event in September this year that corporates paragliding in Kwewu as part of GTA's 50th anniversary activity. And that's how we draw curtains on the Daybreak News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories. The news was read by Awentemi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.